90s, 2000s, and now. Morgan and Bill, the Q Morning Show. You know, in a way, Morgan, I kind of feel like this weekend has snuck up on us. Yeah, this week went pretty fast. I think it... I think it was just because it was so busy this week. Yeah, it was really, really busy. Monday, we were talking about the Super Bowl. We had Fat Tuesday this week and Valentine's Day. And now this weekend is here. It's a three-day weekend? Yes. I forgot about that, too, until this morning. I was brushing my teeth. I was thinking about everything I had to do today. I was like, oh, but we have Monday off. Yeah, that's that's weird to think about as well. It's like... People usually talk about it. They're like, oh, three-day weekend. Right. And I haven't heard anybody mention it. So maybe, We all forgot. Maybe We've all been forgot. so busy. Everybody just forgot. It's NBA All-Star Weekend this weekend. I didn't realize that until I saw it this morning. So Donovan Mitchell, I, I think he's the only cab that's going to the All-Star game. So that'll be this weekend. Fish fries kick off this weekend. Nice. I know that's a big deal. Yes, absolutely. i got to find a fish fry this weekend. What are you doing? Besides my usual... Uh, let's see. There's workouts tomorrow, baseball practices, soccer games. I think after Saturday, I think I'm I think I'm free. What about you? Um, today I'm meeting with my florist for the wedding to go over floral arrangements. So that's on the docket. Um, I gotta figure out this hotel chain by this weekend. Yeah, we're a gonna, lot of wedding planning this weekend. We're gonna try to do that for you this morning. The Please ho- the hotel part. Please. So maybe an hour. In an hour or so, we'll get into that. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, man. What? Sunday, there's a birthday party. Oh, I hate kids' <laughs> birthday parties. Aren't they the worst? Ugh. This one should be a fun one because I I really like the parents, and I think it's a Nerf gun birthday party. Oh. But I, I thought that I had nothing to do on Sunday. Right. Now I have Now I have a birthday hey, party to go to. Hey, but you have Monday off, so Monday you know off. what? The Q Morning Show with Morgan and Bill. Q104. I listen every morning. Old songs, new songs. I love the music. It makes you feel good in the morning when you're listening to it. Q104. I love you. That's the worst thing you Q104. You know, technically, it is summertime in Australia. Yes. Which is where Taylor Swift is right now. She's performing right now. <laughs> That's in, cool. In Australia because she was just live on Instagram. And we have one listener that I know of in Australia. Really? And that's my friend Thad, <laughs> who I went to high school with. He lives in Australia now. He's been listening to some podcasts. So we have one Australian listener to this show. Uh, it is Q104, Morgan and Bill. Let's get to a Hollywood dirt sheet. It's brought to you by Self.Inc. Larsa Pippen was seen with a huge diamond ring on Valentine's Day date night with Marcus Jordan. This week has been a roller coaster for these two. I mean, on Sunday night, they were posting cryptic breakup posts, unfollowing each other. Then they were seen at a flower shop. And now they were seen walking at a fancy restaurant with a big ring on that finger. Larsa was wearing an all-white dress. Um, onlookers say they saw her rocking a diamond ring on. Her ring finger is huge. So who knows? Who knows what's going on with these two? But I'm over it. 
Meghan Markle and Prince Harry are using Sussex as Prince Archie and Princess Lilibet's last name. A battle is currently raging online after Prince Harry and Meghan Markle seemingly withdrew a promise to the late Queen Elizabeth II to drop Sussex from their last name after leaving their royal positions. But it appears the pair isn't just using the name on their new philanthropic website. Sources say the couple are calling their kids Prince Archie and Princess Lilibet by the Sussex last name as well. Taking the name of Harry's title is an honor usually reserved for active royals, as Prince William of Wales' kids currently use Wales as their last name. It's probably also easier to get dinner reservations <laughs> Maybe. when you use the, the last name of Sussex. Maybe. And Dulipa released her new single, Training Season. This is her second single from her upcoming album. The song is inspired by a bad date. I think I like that one. I do, too. She performed that one on the Grammys, um, but the release date for her entire album has not been confirmed, but it's anticipated to come out later this year. So add it to the list of insane albums that we're going to get this year. Taylor Swift, Justin Timberlake, J-Lo dropped her album today. Who else? Dua Lipa, obviously. I saw Lady Gaga's in the studio. Ariana Grande. It is going to be a year. Katy Perry. Yeah, you mentioned Katy Perry yesterday. It's going to be a year. Uh, anything else you need Hollywood and more is up at Q104.com. Get it there and on the free Odyssey app. There's a new dating app out there. Morgan knows about it. She's going to tell us I'm about it. I'm not on it or anything, but right. I found it. Yes. Uh, but I don't know how you're going to feel about this dating app. I think some people would like it. Right. I think some people would Hate not it. like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's next on the Q Morning Show. Real life. Real Cleveland. The Q Morning Show. Makes you feel happy. It's on every morning when I wake up. Q104. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now. The Q Morning Show, Morgan and Bill. So there's a new dating app. Yes. I don't know if we needed a new dating app, but there is one. This one has a twist on modern dating, I'd say. What's this new dating app? It's called Score. It's brand new. It is the dating app for people with good credit. It requires a credit score of 675 or higher to even join the app. Interesting. Now, the other interesting part about this is that users on the app can't see each other's credit scores. They're just used to qualify for the app. So it's not like a Tinder or a Bumble where you have to have the number in your bio. You just have to prove that your credit score is a 675 or higher, and then you're allowed to use the app. Okay, so you're guaranteed that when you're swiping right and swiping left that everyone on there at least has a 675 and above. Yes. They say beyond just matching singles, the goal of score is to bring attention to financial health. Okay. Well, I, I guess I don't really have a problem with it. I mean, if if that's one of your criteria, I mean, if, right. that, if that's important to you from jump, right. from, the, from the moment that you meet a person, then I... 
I guess I don't really have an issue with that. Yeah, I, I do feel like that's the that would be the issue, right? Is that like you're going into it being like, okay, they have to have a credit score of 675 or higher. But the founder and CEO, his name is Luke Bailey, said, we need to take the conversation to areas where finance isn't traditionally discussed, which is really true. I mean, you don't really talk about finances, I don't think, until you're like three weeks away from getting married. <laughs> You know, like, no, that's that's totally true, and yeah. that's what dating apps does. I mean, and and this one faster than any. I mean, it it just cuts down, you know, the amount of time that. I mean, yeah, when would you find that out? In, right in a, in the dating period. Right. I mean, weeks, months. And like you, you said know, years. Some people do like go into relationships not having a full picture of what their partner's financial situation looks like, and then it causes major problems down the road. Sure, I can understand if you're in a relationship and, and some people just don't want to carry someone else's debt right. with them. But then on the other hand, some people can look at this and say it looks extremely shallow. Yeah, it's it's shallow, but also on the other hand, practical. practical. Life is about pros and cons, and we're living somewhere in the middle with this one. Ironically, I wonder when you like how do they verify what your credit score is? You'd have to You'd have to get your credit checked, correct? Right. But also, doesn't having your credit check ding your credit? <laughs> so, it's so stupid. None of it ever makes any sense. You could have a 678, and then you apply to be on this dating app, and then all of a sudden you go under Oops, 675. Yeah, you it's your like credit every check. two weeks you have to recheck, and you just keep getting dropped from the app. You know what we need? This is what we need for a dating app. What do we, we need? We need a dating app that checks everyone's bank account. Oh, yeah, that like would instantly. go over well. Yeah, it, it'll tell you exactly how much money is in their banking account at that moment, and then you can decide if you want to go out with them or not. <laughs> yeah, sure. How's that for a Talk dating app? shallow. Q104. Teddy swims. It's Q104. Morgan and Bill. There was a cool sports moment last night. Are, are you familiar with Caitlin Clark? Yes. University of Iowa. Last night, she's an incredible shooter. Yeah. Like, incredible to watch. In fact, I'll make my son Will watch her shoot just because her form is, is just unreal. Last night, she became the all-time leading scorer in women's college basketball. Recovered by Gabby Marshall. Here comes Clark. How will she go for history? <laughs> I love it. The all-time leading scorer in women's college basketball. Good Listen to her. that crowd. I know, right? Wow. A three-point shot from the logo. 3,569 points love for it. Caitlin Clark. Very cool. Q104. Good morning. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now. Morgan and Bill, the Q Morning Show. Let's get into this. We're not there yet because I don't know how to book the stupid block. So Morgan needs to arrange for accommodations for her out-of-town guests for her wedding in June. And the first thing is she needs to get some hotel blocks. And I am of no help to her. I don't know really what that means. Uh, we do have a professional on the phone oh, right now. thank Jesus. Someone who listens to the show and texted in and offered her services. So she is a professional. It's Susan, 
who is a, we'll just say a hotel sales manager in town. We're going to keep uh, where she works anonymous, but really we just need her expertise Absolutely. at this point. Susan, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Okay. So I would imagine that you deal with this all the time, arranging yes. for hotel blocks. Mm-hmm. Yes, so I do. where should Morgan start when she is looking for hotels? Well, you want to get several different bids. Um, and when you call in, you want to ask if they offer courtesy blocks and how many a night that they would offer for courtesy blocks if they do that. Now, some of your downtown hotels may not do that because they may not need to do that. They have enough business. Mm-hmm. So it just depends on where you're looking, what's going on in the city, too. Um, I know you're getting married on a Friday. I don't know when. So you would need some on Thursday, um, more on Friday. Um, But if you could start with a courtesy block, excuse me, a courtesy block somewhere, um, that would eliminate the 80% attrition that you would have to pay. Yeah, see, there's all this terminology in the emails that I don't I don't know what it means. I don't know. Is a courtesy block just like we won't charge you if you don't book these rooms? Correct. And usually they start with a smaller amount of rooms, like 10, 15, some go up to 20, just depending on what they already have on the books and stuff like that. Okay. So, and what's attrition uh, mean? Attrition means so if you um, you would have to pay for the rooms that uh, until you meet that eighty percent, like right. an eighty percent. That's what I want to avoid. because yes. I don't right. know. It's like how am I supposed to know how many people are going to come in from out of town without sending out the invitations? But in order to send out the invitations, you have to have the hotel information on it. Yes. So, and again, like I said, I don't know what's going on the weekend um, and where you're where your rates will fall um, based on that Thursday, Friday, and what's happening. Is there a big concert? Is there a game? Um, So it just, you'll want to call. I I really stress courtesy blocks to a lot of uh, the couples that I see come in. Okay. So you're just going to have to shop around a little bit. I guess so. So if you're saying if they don't have a courtesy block, I probably should avoid it at all costs. No, I'm not saying that. If I mean, you have to look at your um, guest list. They, you know that there's going to be 20 people coming in. So you book 20 rooms on Friday night, I mean, and then maybe five or six on Thursday night because some of those may be right. um, bridal party that will come in and need to go to the rehearsal right. and stuff like that. So when you look at your guest list, I mean, you may not be able to avoid a non-courtesy, just depending on the city and what's going on. Yay, I love it. Do you have have transportation for your guests from your hotel to your venue? Do I what? Transportation? Yeah. Did you do transportation for... I haven't yet, no. Are you planning on it? haven't decided. Should I? (laughs) It depends on where your where your hotel blocks or blocks uh, falls um, in comparison to your venue. So you may be able to go out a little bit farther if you can if you offer transportation. Um, and I offline could give you a couple of uh, recommendations for That'd that be too. Lovely. See, it's just things you don't even think about, like getting transportation from the venue back to the hotel. It's how many people are going to come for the hotel block. It's all these things that you just have no idea. <laughs> what to do. I'm a horrible planner. 
no, you're not. It's what everybody goes through that has never had to do this before. Right. So True. Susan, my wife and I, Paula, uh, we live in town, obviously. But let's yeah. say that, uh, you know, the, the wedding's going well. We're having a great time. Paula's getting a little frisky. We have a sitter. <laughs> Can I get hey. one of those courtesy blocks? Can I just no. say, hey, can I get one of those rooms? You can't. You could. I could. Well, like, like last you're second not like be able to do that night of. The night oh, of, not, right. You have to oh. do it within 30 days, right? Oh. 30 days yeah. before the wedding? Yes. No, it doesn't mm-hmm. work like that. Yeah. Right. Susan. It only works <laughs> right. the day of. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, any more questions for Susan? No, thank you, Susan. You were very helpful to me. Well, that you're was, welcome. That was awesome. Ask the asp- expert. Yeah, ask the expert. Ask Susan. Thank you, Susan. Getting you some answers. Yeah. Finally. Gosh, I feel like I can actually email somebody back today. You know what else from this past week that I learned about Morgan? Something about Morgan surprised me when she mentioned it. Morgan said uh, earlier in the week that she was suspended. Oh, from yeah, something. I was. I was. Uh, I thought we'd get into that. <laughs> okay. Were you ever suspended from something? Are you banned from something right now? Uh, we'll get into that next. This is the Q Morning Show, Q104. They make your day. They make you laugh. Morgan and Bill. It's like they've been friends forever. And they're fun to listen to. The Q Morning Show, Q104. Black Street Productions. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now. Morgan and Bill, we are the Q Morning Show. Have you ever been suspended from something? Are you currently banned from something right now? The reason that we're getting into this is because I don't remember what we were talking about, but in casual conversation, Morgan mentioned that she's been suspended from something in her life. And I yeah, and you were surprised by that. Could not have been more surprised. I, I mean, know. we're talking about Morgan right here. I know, goody two-shoes. Right. Trust me, it still haunts me. The daughter of a pastor. <laughs> I would not think that she would do anything to get herself suspended and to ruin the good family's name. I did. But what happened? I was in high school, and um, I was on the dance team, my high school dance team. But all of my best guy friends in school were all soccer players and I would go to all their games and you know all the team parties I would be at and whatever like they were my friend group right so they made it to the state championship and I was there for every single game you know I was always there cheering them on I did the face paint all the things Well, the championship game just so happened to be on the same night that we had a football game that I was supposed to dance at with my team. I was going back and forth. What do I do? I asked my coach, can I please go to the state championship? I really would like to see my friends potentially win a state championship. I mean, when does that ever happen? She said no. So... I did it anyways. I went to the soccer game. I ditched my team. I walk up to the soccer game. And who's there taking tickets? None other than my dance coach. What? I know. That's why I was like, what are you doing here? And she was like, what are you doing here? Yeah, what a hypocrite. I know. Well, we had two dance coaches. So one of... One of our coach's sons was on the soccer team. So she went and ripped tickets, and our other dance coach stayed at the football game. But that was my argument. I was like, why am I getting in trouble when one of my coaches 
was also at the game. And she was like, it's her son. It's different. These are just your friends. So I got suspended from my dance team for three games. I wasn't allowed to dance, but I had to go to the games. I had to sit on the sideline. Oh, my gosh. What a scandal in your high school. (laughs) I know, right? And the best part, well, I shouldn't say the best part, but they ended up winning the state championship. The soccer players. Yes. And so we had a big pep rally, right? And so the coach, who is also a teacher at the school, gets up and says, you know, thank you to everybody. And he's like, especially thanks to Morgan, who came to all of our games and is now suspended from the dance team for coming (laughs) to our state championship. And I was like, okay, yeah, call me out in front of the whole entire school. Well, one segment of the school thought you were a hero. (laughs) You're lucky you weren't kicked out. You weren't banned from the the dance team like kicked off permanently well i never did anything wrong. that was the first thing i ever did wrong in like mm-hmm. four years so luckily i was just suspended and it's all good we laugh about it now i would imagine if you've been suspended from anything it has to be high school related right 216-474-0104 have you ever been suspended what did you do and is anyone banned from something like yeah. that's that's just one step worse, right? <laughs> yeah. From being suspended. Like it's a little bit more permanent. If you're banned. 216-474-0104. The Q Morning Show. Q104. Q104, Morgan and Bill. The Q Morning Show. Have you ever been suspended? Have you ever been banned from something? Has someone said, don't ever come back. You are no longer welcome on our premises. Right. Uh, let's talk to May in Brooklyn. May, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Are you, have you ever been suspended or are you currently banned from something? I am currently banned on Tinder. You're banned from Tinder? Yes, banned. Why? <laughs> when I was younger, I think like maybe 16 or 17, because you have to be 18 to be on the app. I made it like one with my friends just joking around. And I think I told someone I was 16 because we were vibing as friends, and uh, they banned me. <laughs> and I've even tried to email them and be like, hey, I'm older now, and they say no. <laughs> so this person who you were vibing with, uh, messaging back and forth, they reported you? Yeah, I believe so. <laughs> okay. Well, actually, good for them. Yeah, right, right, I was right, say, right, right. No, absolutely. I was definitely, I was, it was just like with friends messing around, and I see it, understand it now that I'm older, but at the time, I just thought it was funny. So Tinder said you're no longer welcome on our app, but couldn't you, yeah. t- and, and forgive me because I don't understand how Tinder works, but can't you just put in like a different email address and have, and, and have that work? Or how do they know it's you, basically? Uh, you have your phone number. Oh, oh right, number. right, right, right. So if you changed your phone number, then you could get back on Tinder? Yes. yes. Okay. But maybe they're keeping track of track of you to see if you change your number, and then <laughs> they'll continue to keep, keep it off. Has it affected your dating life by not being on Tinder? No, no, I'm in a healthy relationship I was going to say, honestly, you don't need it, girl. Oh, Trust me. Been there, done that. You don't need to go down that rabbit hole. Thank you, May. I uh, appreciate you calling this morning. Let's see. Ethan is on the line. Ethan, good morning. Good morning, guys. All right. So tell us, were you suspended? Have you Are you banned from something right now? What happened well, to you? I, yeah, I got I got suspended back in the day, um, three years, three days from high school. Um, yeah, so I almost didn't graduate. And yeah, it was kind of a big deal. What? So, yeah. So this is my senior year. We had a maintenance guy at our school. His name is Oscar. And his favorite thing was mowing the lawn. 
right? Okay. I mean, <laughs> and uh, he had a riding mower, and I swear he took that thing out every day in the fall and the spring. I mean, we had a lot of grass to mow, but uh, at the same time, the grass didn't grow that fast. And uh, so I think I, he just liked being out there on his riding mower and not doing other work in school. But if the weather was nice, guaranteed a class or a test would be interrupted by Oscar <laughs> on his riding mower. All right. I love it when somebody enjoys what they do for a living. Yeah. Yeah. So our senior year, during one of the last weeks of school, um, during the weekend, in the middle of the night, four buddies of mine, um, we... <laughs> During one of the last weeks of school, we picked the lock of the outdoor shed where Oscar kept his riding mower, and we rolled it out, and we buried it. I'm sorry, what? How on earth? Did you say bury it? Yes. How do you bury a riding lawnmower? (laughs) You buried a riding lawnmower in the ground. Yeah. Believe me, it was not easy. Well, clearly. It takes to dig. Dig a hole big enough to put a riding lawnmower inside. And <laughs> Whose idea was that? We were there all night. I would think it would be difficult for a body. Uh, a riding lawnmower must be even more difficult. Oh my gosh! Oh yeah, way more intricate. Once you do a riding lawnmower, you can do anything. Oh my gosh! Um, as you might imagine, people were freaking out on Monday, especially Oscar, and you could totally tell someone dug a hole there, and they had to call like. A tow truck or something to pull it out Stop. of there. Why are you guys picking on Oscar? <laughs> so yeah. how did you guys get busted for this? Were you caught on camera or something? Well, we actually we confessed because the principal said that if no one confessed to doing it, then graduation for everyone would be canceled. Oh, my God. So um, one of the guys and I decided to confess so we wouldn't ruin graduation for the entire senior class. Oh wow! What happened to you guys? Yeah, I don't. I don't think they um, wanted us. But a- after we did our three day suspension, um, they took mercy on us and they let us walk. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! I didn't have the lawnmower with me, unfortunately. Oh my, my gosh! Phone, Poor Oscar. It would have been funny if they let you walk down the aisle at graduation riding, riding the, the lawnmower, riding the lawnmower right. with Oscar <laughs> yeah. there. I should have done that, but probably would have been expelled at that point on the walk to my diploma. So. <laughs> That's amazing. I wow. can't believe you only got suspended three days. Three days. days. I know, right? The punishment yeah, does not was, fit the crime. Well, it was like the end of the year. You know, everyone right. checked out. They're like, oh, <laughs> get them out of here. Right. Great story, Ethan. Thank you for calling this morning. Yeah, thank you. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now. Friday morning with the Q Morning Show. It's Morgan and Bill. Battle of the Burbs is on the way. Hollywood Dirt Sheet right now. All Things Entertainment. It's brought to you by Self.Inc. What do we got, Morgan? J-Lo's album is officially here. She announced a tour, and she's coming to Cleveland. So This Is Me Now is officially out. The album draws inspiration from her renewed romance with her husband, Ben Affleck. And it's a sequel to her third studio album, This Is Me Then. She also released a 65-minute movie with the same title on Amazon, Amazon Prime Video. The singer also announced a summer tour. She's coming to Cleveland on August 20th. She will be at the Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse. We're going to have tickets all this weekend for J-Lo and all next week, too. Yes. Jennifer Lopez tickets. 
Um, Billy Ray Cyrus says he tried to mend fences with his daughter, Miley. So Billy Ray Cyrus is hoping to reconnect with his daughter, Miley Cyrus, following her big Grammys win. However, insiders say that Miley and Billy Ray are on the outs and that Miley's very close with her mom and is standing by her. As for what caused the crack in the family dynamic, another source claims it has to do with her mom, Tish, adding Miley hasn't gotten over the disrespect she feels Billy Ray showed Tish and the family. We told you um, a couple weeks ago that Billy Ray Cyrus did get remarried to one of Miley Cyrus's co-stars when she was filming Hannah Montana. And in TV news, the People's Choice Awards are this Sunday. Simu Lee is set to host and is nominated for his performance in Barbie. In the film category, Barbie leads with nine nominations, while Oppenheimer follows with six. In the TV category, Only Murders in the Building has seven nods, followed by Ted Lasso, The Morning Show, and The Last of Us with six. On the music side of things, Luke Combs, Nicki Minaj, Morgan Wallen, and Taylor Swift each receive five nominations. The People's Choice Awards air live this Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern on NBC, Peacock, and E. Anything else you need Hollywood and more is up at Q104.com. Get it there and on the free Odyssey app. One more time this week. Let's play Battle of the Burbs. It's next on the Q Morning Show. In Northeast Ohio, we proudly rep our suburbs. But there can be only one winner in the land. Battle of the Burbs on the Q Morning Show. Let's find out who's playing today. First up... Amy and Avon. Good morning, Amy. Good morning. You're going to be t- going to be taking on Alicia in. I was hoping to say Avon Lake or Akron or something, so we have all A's. But no, it's Alicia Newbrook Heights. Alicia, good morning to you. Good morning. Welcome, ladies, and good luck during Battle of the Burbs. Thank you. Your name is your buzzer. It's a best of five question trivia challenge. So here we go with question number one. Area 51 is located in what state? Amy. Alicia. Amy? Arizona. Not Arizona. Alicia, do you have a guess? New Mexico. Not New Mexico. Do you know, Bill? Yeah, it's Nevada. I don't know why I always ask you if both of them get it wrong. <laughs> but it's all in that southwest region. Right, 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 right. Close enough. Okay, question number two. 1989 is an album from what pop singer? Alicia. Amy. Alicia. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift is correct. Question number three. What is the name of Chip and Joanna Gaines' lifestyle brand? Alicia. Alicia? Magnolia? That is correct. Alicia leads two to nothing. You could win if you get this next question right. Amy, you have to get this question right to stay alive in the game. If you miss it, Alicia will win. Question number four. In what Netflix show do contestants fall in love in the pods? Oh, New season of Love is Blind now is streaming. Alicia, you win! <laughs> darn it. All I do is win, win, win. Uh, that was Amy that said darn it. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think Alicia would be upset that she won. Oh. Way to go, Alicia. What are you doing this weekend? Thank you. I'm going to Monster Trucks with my son. Oh, Monster Jam at uh, Rock and Mortgage Fieldhouse. Love that. Yep. That's something that you would think that I would have done in my life. With two boys. Like I've think- done it so many times. I'm not. I'm over it. Oh, you're you're <laughs> over the monster trucks. Over it. Yeah. What, what would you wear there? Like big giant like ear protectors or something like that. Yes. Yes. All right. Yeah. That's what you should do. Just stuff your ears with cotton. 
<laughs> and enjoy the Monster Jams. And enjoy the Dune movie passes as well. Thank you. The Q Morning Show. It's Q104. Q104, Morgan and Bill, the Q Morning Show. Today is February 16th. So happy 216 Day. 216 Day. Can you celebrate if you don't have a 216 area code? I think so. I think if the 216 has a special place in your heart, you can celebrate. Okay. Because I'm thinking in advance of the the people that are going to get the new 436 area code. Oh, yeah. They're going to feel really left out. (laughs) Yeah, they're never going to be able to celebrate a day. There is no April 36th. No, sure isn't. We have Gen Z dating ideas. We're going to run through those next on Q104. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now. Good morning. The Q Morning Show. You've got Morgan and Bill. I thought this would be fun to go through. Gen Z has announced their dating ideas. These are the best dating ideas, and these are the worst ideas that you could come up with a date. And I thought it would be interesting to discuss because Gen Z hasn't been dating very long. Right. So they're just kind of figuring this stuff out on their own. Let's get through the best date ideas. Now, this is coming from Gen Z. They say a casual walk, going out to eat at a restaurant, Mm -hmm. meeting for coffee, going for drinks at a bar, and going to the movies. Those are all pretty typical, right? I think so. Nothing revolutionary there. We've all done this at some point in our lives. So that's their... Their favorite date ideas. These are the worst date ideas, and this is coming from Gen Z. Okay. Number one is being invited to watch the other person do something. Okay, like a game (laughs) or something? Yeah, Yeah. I get that. I was just thinking, I remember, this wasn't a first date, but I invited some girl to come watch me play softball. It's not a date. (laughs) It's not a date. Not at all. She did come with a friend. And she watched me play a softball game. You have no quality time under those circumstances. And we did have our first kiss after the game. So maybe maybe it worked out for me. <laughs> you must have played pretty good. She must have been impressed. I think I did have a good game that day. That, it's, the tra- it's the Travis Kelsey effect. Right. If your girlfriend is watching, you're going to play really, really good in the game. Uh, number two on this list, worst date ideas from Gen Z. Ping pong. Now, how is that a date? That's, I mean... That's just something you do. Yeah, it's just a physical activity. Yeah. They should have made it a little bit more broad. I think it's something that you do on the date, but I don't think that's the entire date. Right. A ping pong date. Uh, Number three, and I think this is debatable, especially here in the Cleveland area, a long hike. It depends on what type of person you're taking out. If they like nature, if they like being active, then it's a good first date. But if it's too long, then that's an issue. Yes, we've talked about this before because obviously we are blessed to have the metro parks in this area and you can take amazing long hikes in so many different places. But do you want to do that on a date? Right. Probably not. I would also, I think there's the the fear of being abducted. Yeah, I was going to say death, but that sounds a little bit better. Uh, Number four on this list, worst date ideas coming from Gen Z. They say they hate these date ideas. Uh, putt-putt golf, I guess, or mini-golf? I, I hate putt-putt. Why? It's so dumb. <laughs> it's so stupid. Why do you hate it? I think putt-putt is fun. fun. It's not fun. Not at all? No. Is it because you're bad at it? Yes. 100%. <laughs> yes. I've always thought that would be a good date idea. Uh, at least it's, I always thought that it beat the alternative, the the usual. What's the alternative? Well, just going to a movie. Oh, no. I'd, I mean, I'm not a movie person either. Food. 
It's got to be food. Food or coffee. That's it. And I guess putt-putt golf can get pretty competitive, too. Yeah. Uh, number five on this list, worst date ideas from Gen Z. Going to an escape room. Okay. I've never been to an escape room, so I can't confirm or deny. I did an escape room one time. It was a team-building experience with my old radio show. Mm-hmm. And I would say, yes, I agree. This is a bad date idea. <laughs> okay, why? afterwards, you just want to kill everybody right. in the room. <laughs> yeah, not ideal for a date. But also, I could, on the flip side, if you spend one hour in an escape room with somebody and you live to tell about it. You probably trust them a little bit more. Yeah, maybe, maybe it could work out. If you, can put, if you can deal with the escape room, maybe you can deal with anything. Right. Speaking of Gen Z, I have one. His name is Will. He is 12 years old, so he, he just makes that Gen Z cutoff there. And there's something that I've noticed, something that he is doing that I do not approve of. Okay. I, I have noticed that his friends are doing it as well. Okay. And it extends to 7th grade, 8th grade, high school kids are doing this, and I do not like it. Okay. <laughs> We're going to talk about it next on the Q Morning Show. Cleveland is waking up to the Q Morning Show. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now. Good morning. Good to have you here. The Q Morning Show, Morgan and Bill. So I have a 12-year-old. His name is Will, Mm -hmm. 7th grade. He's been doing something recently, and it's not just him. It's other 7th grade boys. It's kids on his basketball team. Okay. That's when I mostly see this, but I also see it when uh, kids are coming out of school. So I I think this this new trend generally affects just the boys, but it could be the girls as well. But it's not just seventh grade. It's eighth grade. It's high school. And Morgan, I have a, I have an issue with it. Okay. I'm going to demonstrate it for you right now. I can actually do this for you. Okay. They are wearing their backpacks. Mm-hmm. On the front of their chest? Backward. <laughs> Why? I don't know. And do you ask them? No. Well... <laughs> How can I ask them? Why are you doing that? Because you can that, turn to your son and say, son, why are you doing that? Well, my son's answer is either I don't know or because everyone else is doing it. Okay. So the, there's no insight to who is starting this. Why is this a trend? It looks silly. Yeah, it does look silly. They come out of basketball practice or come out of school with this backpack. All of them are like that. It looks like they're carrying a baby Bjorn. Yeah. Like they have a like a baby on their chest or we on their belly. We need to get to the bottom of this. Who started this? Where did they first see this? It looks so dumb to me. Now, when I was younger, like in high school, college, I think we were one strapping it back then. Right. Of course. And then whoever came up with the two strap. That's how I do it today. Okay. I'm a two-strapper. I love just putting the whole backpack at, backpack on like I'm going to go hiking or something right, like that. Right, 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 right. That's what I enjoy. That's how it should be done. I don't know what these kids are trying to do, flipping these backpacks around right. and carrying it in the front. <laughs> it makes no sense to me. It's yeah. like, what are they, are they trying to get, out, get something out of there like quickly? Right. 216-474-0104. Have you noticed this? Do you have a child that's in seventh grade, middle school, or high school, and they're doing this with their backpack, and and you think it's silly? It is silly. Like I, you think so too? Yeah. Why All are right. they doing that? I have no idea. Have you asked anyone? Two one six. 
474-0104. The Q Morning Show. I got him good. I got him really good. Olivia Rodrigo. It's Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now. Morgan and Bill, I think we're going to get some answers here. Let's I, hope. I really do. I think we're going to get to the bottom of this. So I just remarked that I noticed that my son, kids on his basketball team, other kids that I've seen walking out of his middle school are wearing packs backwards. Right, on the front of their chest for yeah. whatever reason. All the junk is in the front. Right. And that's the way they're walking around, and I think it looks silly, and I don't know why they're doing it. I want to tell them to stop. Uh, Michelle's in Avon. Michelle, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Happy Friday. Happy you, Friday. You too. Have you noticed this phenomenon as well? Yes, for sure, because my son is in uh, has basketball, so they come out. All the time with a backpack on their back and one on their front. You know, they look like an ready for combat. They're going into the <laughs> army or something. You know? so, <laughs> I said to my son, like, why are you guys doing this? It looks so weird. And he's like, well, mom, it's just easier to carry. Um, how am I going to carry two backpacks on my back? I'm like, well, you could just have a backpack on your back and just carry one with your you know, hand. And he's like. No, Mom, that's just not how we do it. Not how we do it, Mom. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, so, I mean, that makes sense to me because, yeah, Will has two bags occasionally as well. He's got his school book bag. I still call it book bag. Do you call it book bag? Yeah. Yeah. I I try to switch to backpack, but I still default to book bag sometimes. Right. Uh, Samantha's in Cleveland. Samantha, good morning. Good morning, guys. Have you noticed this trend as well with the backpacks? I have. I have. Why are they doing and this? I've asked, and I've got the response that it's a drip. I guess we need to get with the cool lingo. A drip? <laughs> a drip? A drip. What does that mean? A fashion statement? <laughs> <laughs> Question mark? Yeah, I'm not really sure either. <laughs> I don't okay. know. But that answer shuts me down, right, I guess. It's, right. it's a drip, Dad. I guess it's a drip, Dad. You don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I don't think seventh graders are that concerned about their backs, no. however. But. Good morning, the Q Morning Show. Q104. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now. Morgan and Bill, the Q Morning Show, Friday morning. And a Hollywood dirt sheet brought to you by Self.Inc. Morgan, what do you got? Dua Lipa dropped a new song today. It's called Training Season. This is the second album from, or second single from her upcoming album. She says the song is inspired by a bad date. I'm Love down. It. Yeah, I'm down. I want to listen to the full track today. Yeah, she performed that at the Grammys uh, earlier this year, but we don't know the release date for her new album yet, but surely this year. 
Speaking of new albums, Lady Gaga is working on new music. She says it won't be a rock album. So she hinted about it earlier this month with a picture of herself playing piano and guitar. Uh, Gaga has been posting videos and snaps of herself working on the album since last week. And one at one point commented, no, I'm not making a rock album. The one thing the shallow singer hasn't done is give us a timeline. So we know all of these albums are up in the air. We just don't know when we're going to be able to hear them. But we do know that we can hear J-Lo's new album today. This Is Me Now is officially out. And she also announced a North American tour, and she is coming to Cleveland. So the album draws inspiration from her renewed romance with her husband, Ben Affleck, 20 years later. It's a sequel to her third studio album, This Is Me Then. Um, She also released a 65-minute movie with the same title on Amazon Prime Video. Um, And, of course, she's going on tour. She's coming to Cleveland on August 20th. Come to the Rock and Mortgage Fieldhouse. Pre-sale tickets are available Tuesday at 9 a.m. and then general sale starts next week Friday at 10 a.m. But... We're going to have J-Lo tickets this weekend. Yes. On Q104, I think starting at 10 o'clock this morning. Sure are. And then Jennifer Lopez tickets all next week on our show. Anything else you need, Hollywood and more, is up at Q104.com. You can get it there and always on the free Odyssey app. And we'd love to give away another Sandals Caribbean vacation. So a Q keyword coming up just after 9 on the Q Morning Show. Get up, get up, get up, get up. Waking you up. Bring me that smile in the morning. It's the Q Morning Show. Unless they want to be a home wrecker up in here. Real life, real Cleveland. Q104.